Previously on Smart Mobility Today, we focused on renewable energy, a call for caution concerning AI, and some interesting ways robots and drones help us get things done. This week's show includes more news about renewable energy, advances in drone and robotics technology, and some surprising side effects of AV and EV adoption. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. This week, the independent think tank, Ember, published analysis showing that 12% of the world's power came from solar and wind in 2022, up from 10% in 2021. The growth pushed worldwide generation of electricity to its cleanest level ever. According to the researchers, the boom in renewable energy might be, quote, the beginning of the end of the fossil age. For the 18th consecutive year, solar was the fastest growing source of electricity, rising by 24% year on year and adding enough power to meet the annual electricity demand of South Africa. Wind power, up 17%, generated enough electricity to power most of the UK. One research spokesperson stated that this new clean power era means that the end of the gas power growth is now within sight. Dams operating turbines in rivers and streams have had a complicated history in terms of their impact on the environment. But a startup has an idea that avoids that. A company called Emergy wants to place small turbines in industrial infrastructure or in places like irrigation canals. Outside Denver, these small turbines sit in a nine-mile canal that sends water to a local treatment plant. The spinning turbines send energy to the water company, lessening its reliance on the grid. Turbines in a water infrastructure can connect to the same inverters that are used to capture and convert solar power. In fact, these systems can be used in conjunction with floating solar panels in canals, providing a continuous source of power. Many people believe that clean hydrogen powering the world is a goal we should all be working toward, but it has been difficult turning that vision into reality. Currently, hydrogen is produced via natural gas reforming, a carbon-intensive process, or through electrolysis, a clean process that is very expensive and energy-intensive. So how to reduce the cost of making hydrogen competitive with conventional fuels and how to do so while mitigating any impacts on the environment? Using only water and aluminum, a green metal itself because it's highly recyclable, North American GH Power has developed a unique process to create three outputs in a new plant. Green hydrogen, green alumina, and exothermic heat for power generation. An exothermic process means that the heat is released by the reaction taking the form of energy. This is the opposite of endothermic reaction where energy is absorbed from the environment. With a blend of 25% hydrogen and 75% natural gas, GH Power will burn 2,800 tons of hydrogen per year and just over 1,000 BTUs of natural gas per year. That's a 25% reduction in carbon emissions compared to a turbine run on 100% natural gas. So the scaled-up reactor saves the planet from 20,000 tons of carbon per year. GH Power intends to ramp up to 40% of hydrogen content once the plant is operational, shaving even more carbon off the world's footprint. The Powering Electric Vehicles campaign features industry leaders and experts. Running through the spring of 2023, 
The program will feature informational and educational content, as well as a May networking event. More at globalautomobility.com. This week, the image of a supermassive black hole was boosted to high fidelity thanks to a machine learning program. Previous images of the black hole were described as, quote, fuzzy orange donut. That image has been transformed to a thin and skinny golden ring with the aid of machine learning. That redefined image of the supermassive black hole at the heart of the M87 galaxy could help scientists better understand its characteristics, as well as those of the black hole at the heart of our own Milky Way galaxy. Drones are being used for an ever-widening range of agricultural applications enabled by new technology. Most are small, battery-powered units equipped with cameras and other sensors and used for monitoring tasks. An Israel-based company is working to expand and power the use of drones in agriculture. A business called Heaven Drones is focused on turning drones into flying robots. To do more than drones do today, these robot drones need to carry a larger payload and have a longer operation window. Heaven Drone's first iteration was a battery-powered drone that could carry 75 pounds but was limited to a 20 to 30-minute operating time between charges. To improve upon this, the company developed hydrogen-powered units, powering drones capable of carrying a 75-pound payload for two to three hours. The upgrade has both a hover mode and a fast flight mode so that it can perform detailed tasks and cover substantial distances. While compressed hydrogen is available in tanks, Heaven Drones developed an in-the-field electrolyzer that can use power from the grid or a solar panel to generate hydrogen from water and compress it. The drones are designed to fit in the back of a normal pickup truck. Scientists have designed a 3D printed robotic hand that can grasp and hold objects using the correct amount of force. Created by a team at the University of Cambridge, the hand is fitted with 16 sensors that enabled it to sense what it was touching. Dr. Thomas George Thurothell, a lecturer in robotics and AI at the University College London said, the sensors which are a sort of like the robot's skin, measure the pressure being applied to the object. While humans instinctively know how much force to use when picking up an egg, it's a big challenge for a robot. NASA has been working on sending a snake-like robot to explore and search for extraterrestrial life forms in the solar system. This robot is an Exobiology Extent Life Surveyor, EELS, EELS, developed by NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. The snake is capable of penetrating through holes, crevices, and cracks across celestial objects and planets. As eels are able to explore deep and difficult to reach places, they have the added benefit of propelling themselves and are designed to easily traverse terrains, including water, sand, rock, and ice, due to their ability to change and adapt shape in response to the landscape. The eel team at NASA conducted Earth-based tests of the robot inside Canada's Athabasca Glacier and Mount Meager Volcano a first step in analyzing the robot's resilience and navigational capabilities through rugged terrain. We will be right back. We will be right, right back. All right, I'm ready. All right, I'm ready. I can give it a go. Presenting. I did. Okay, so That's why it makes no sense. Okay. 
Michigan leads in technology-driven innovation. See how at mytechnews.com, mitechnews.com. As autonomous vehicles move to level three technology, some wonder if roadways filled with smart AVs will make traffic jams a thing of the past. Even as AVs become more common, it is more likely that they will share the road, meaning more mixed traffic. And because humans and machines interpret rules differently, the improved future of road congestion will take a while to become a reality. Most industry leaders think that it will be a gradual thing. In stop-and-go traffic, for example, a computer system would close gaps more quickly and thereby reduce congestion. Smart cars and traffic systems like traffic lights should be able to share information about traffic and road conditions. But it will take time and it will take industry commitment to standards that today do not even exist. On Wednesday, the Biden administration proposed a sharp cut in tailpipe emissions and vehicle pollutants. This, in the future of U.S. auto production, could become a presidential campaign issue next year. The EPA is taking steps to mandate a 56% cut in vehicle emissions by 2032, a requirement it forecasts will result in EVs accounting for two of every three new vehicles sold within a decade. The politics of the issue is disappointing, but perhaps not surprising. Democrats say the proposal will save consumers money in refueling costs and spur U.S. manufacturing. Republicans say it will make cars too expensive and prevent Americans from buying gas-powered models. After Donald Trump became president in 2016, the EPA immediately published a determination that fuel efficiency rules initiated by then-President Barack Obama should be locked in through 2025. Then under Mr. Trump, the EPA reversed that decision and rolled back the Obama standards, a move that, if left alone, would have increased U.S. oil consumption by about 500,000 barrels per day by the 2030s. The shift to EVs is affecting some cherished school memories. While the school bus of the future won't differ much from its iconic yellow design, it won't make much noise because it will be electric. Today, most school buses run on diesel fuel and the climate footprint of a diesel school bus is about 3.3 pounds of carbon dioxide equivalent per mile, more than double the per mile footprint of a bus powered on the average U.S. electric grid. The American school bus fleet is the largest in the country, and if it electrifies, the cut in emission would be significant. Beyond the quiet and the emissions, diesel exhaust is carcinogenic, as well as linked to asthma and other respiratory problems in children. According to Almeida Cooper, National Manager for Health Equity with the Environmental Group of Moms Clean Air Force, this is really a health issue. However, with almost a half a million school buses on the road daily, many people don't realize how bad these vehicles carrying children are for the children. Read these stories and more at globalautomobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.